deeper than that, when you find the answers to those questions, allow yourself to feel them. Allow yourself to feel what it would feel like if those outcomes happen. Because a lot of the time, it's not the right time as you're afraid to feel something. Hi, I'm Veronica Jane, and welcome to This Isn't Me podcast. Ever found yourself in a moment where you look at your life and realize, this isn't me? Maybe it was you in the past, and it's not you anymore. Sharing powerful stories of breakthroughs and transformation. Practical and playful, scientific and spiritual. Right and wrong left at the door. It's a many sizes fit all situation. Full of imperfection and messiness. Sharing. Asking questions with authentic vulnerable conversations. This isn't me. Hello, welcome to this episode of This Isn't Me podcast. I am Veronica Jane. Thank you for being here. I think I forgot to say that last episode. So uh, thanks. I love that you guys listen. I love that you give me feedback. I love that you're here up for some fiery, feisty conversations because that's who I am and what I do best. So I am going to go into a a conversation today that you've already probably sussed out based on the title, which is, it's not the right time, as a way to explore that concept of vulnerability as well will come into play. So let's talk about how it's not the right time. All right, disclosure, I get that everything is nuanced and contextual. So there are times where it's not the right time, okay? Though I think this is used as an excuse most of the time. I think y'all are overthinking, you're stuck in your head, and you're using not the right time as an excuse to not do a hard thing. Yeah. Yeah, I said it. How do I know? Because I was that bitch. Yep. I was that girl who used it's not the right time a lot as an excuse to not do hard things. So it wasn't the right time to go to university because I wasn't an Australian citizen and it would cost too much. Fair, uh huh. Except, was I taking action to get that happening as soon as it could have? Eventually, I ended up starting university and paying through an online uni to do my first semester because I was sick of using that excuse. It got me started, it got me motivated, it got me seeing how capable I was so that when my citizenship came through and I could get an interest free loan here in Australia, we call it HEX, then I was busted and ready to go to uni and I was already a, a semester in. So, often there's ways around our story that it's not the right time. And I think I've used that language before. So let me clarify it again. If I say like a little story or you're telling yourself a story, I'm playing with a few different concepts and I'm sure people talked about it before, though I mostly am talking and borrowing um, Brene Brown's language where she, she talks about how her and her husband use this language of the story we're telling ourselves to acknowledge that it's their perception They're aware that they might be deleting information or distorting it or generalizing it, which is NLP language. And yet that's the story they're in. That's the internal dialogue that they're having. That's how they feel. That's how they're seeing it. And that's what they're hearing. So when I talk about a story, that's what I mean. Um, I also grabbed that from another personal development course, who I'm sure stole it from somewhere else. (laughs) So when I talk about the story that it's not the right time, I think you're in a bit of a freeze mode, yeah? The nervous system, when it gets scared, gets dysregulated, will go into fight or flight or freeze. And I'm the kind of woman who a lot of life would go into fight um, and just like push her way through shit. But there were certain areas in life where I would freeze, like around higher level studies or leaving my marriage. 
Um, and so I use that excuse as not the right time to leave, to not leave my marriage for a long time too. It was like, it's not the right time because I'm in the middle of study. It's not the right time because I'm not financially stable. It's not the right time because we have such and such tra- travel event or whatever coming up. And the thing is, once you know what you want, once you feel it, that's when things, this is my opinion and my experience, and I watch it with lots of clients. When your body and your mind tell you what's right for you and you tell yourself it's not the right time, that's when shit happens. That's when your body gets sick. That's when you get anxious or feel depressed. You get frozen because you're telling yourself it's not the right time. So your body's like, okay, well, what do I do then? If it's not the right time, what is it the right time for? You get stuck in this overthinking loop without moving. You freeze and you get stuck. And that's where many of you are. Mm -hmm. So it's not the right time. Girl, where are you telling yourself it's not the right time? And if you look deeper, what are you actually afraid of? What are you hiding from? What would happen if you looked at the worst case scenario? Yeah? That thing that it's not the right time to do. What would happen if you did it anyway? What would happen if you didn't? What might not happen if you did it? And what might not happen if you didn't do it? Yeah, that's some Cartesian logic for you. So by asking yourself those four questions, you start to explore all the myths and stories that you've created around it. And often you kind of glitch at some point because you realize your logic is faulty. And this is what I make myself ask all the time. And the thing is, a lot of the time why we're stuck around, what the fear is, for me anyway, is a fear of failure. And I've been following Gary Vee over the last couple months, and I like some of what he does because he really invites people to look at things outside of our current social cultural lens. He invites you to look specifically lately at failure, and he's inviting you to taste it. And it's so true. Like for me, the first times I tasted the real, what I perceived as failure, like the biggest failures in my life, it opened up for me how much was actually possible, how much the fear of failure was the actual problem rather than the actual result of the failure. So quote unquote, I failed at a marriage and guess what? I'm fine. In fact, happier than ever in a healthy and thriving relationship, though it was really hard to go through that perceived failure of what my family and society were telling me were failure and stepping into that was fucking hard. And often the first step is the hardest, but once you've tasted it and you realize, oh, I'm okay. And actually it's getting better and better and better the fear of failure starts to dissipate and perhaps disappear. The first time I failed at a job, actually, so I normally have quit jobs. I've had a run response when things either, I was, it was too easy and I felt myself accessing success and that was scary. Or if it felt too hard, I would usually quit. I can't think of a job that I actually failed until more recently. I was working with um, a company called EAWTC, a personal development company, the company that actually got me into one-on-one coaching, not just the podcast and the women's work in groups. So I'm so grateful to them, but I got to work for them for two months and learn from them and learn with them. And it was really great because this is the first time I really felt like I wanted something so bad and I failed. They let me go after two months, which some of you listening are like, oh, I didn't know that. Yeah. And it was a powerful learning experience because they had another person come into their lives, which they knew could do the job better. And they asked me how it would, how I'd been feeling about it. And I realized like it'd been feeling quite forced and I wasn't feeling confident in the role that I'd taken on. And they invited me to allow them to let me go, <laughs> which was great. And in that moment, it felt like, it felt like a boy breaking up with you when you thought you wanted it 
And then as soon as they did, you realized it was because it was the chase that you wanted. It was the thrill that you liked, that it wasn't quite aligned or the, like it wasn't good for you or for them, but you were forcing it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So in that moment I got to fail and it was so great because I got to realize I was okay. And actually it wasn't the best circumstance for either of us. And I was really grateful that they got to let me feel the failure. And if I had allowed myself to stand in, it wasn't the right time to start the job or leave the job. I would have never got that experience of failure to be able to realize I was okay and that something better stood on the other side. And since then, my business just like took off. And it was interesting because as I took that role with them, I was telling myself a lot of it's not the right time to build my business because I need to dedicate more time to this business. It's not the right time to start my yoga teacher training, uh, actual get in there and teach um, because I need more experience. Like, girl, it's not the right time is a little bit like I'm not ready, which we talked about in one of the first episodes. And you know, there's lots of good mindset shifts on that. So it's not the right time. Let's look for ourselves. Yeah. Let's ask those four questions. What would happen if you did it, even though it's not the right time? What would happen if you didn't? What wouldn't happen if you did? And what wouldn't happen if you didn't? Allow yourself to explore that logic yourself out of it. And Deeper than that, when you find the answers to those questions, allow yourself to feel them. Allow yourself to feel what it would feel like if those outcomes happen. Because a lot of the time, it's not the right time as you're afraid to feel something. And if you visualize and imagine whatever it is you're afraid of and feel it, you might realize the feelings, what you're actually afraid of, rather than the actual outcome or circumstance. You were afraid of what you'd feel if the outcome occurred and if the circumstance happened. And by imagining it and creating that feeling as though it's real, you might realize it's actually okay. That you'd actually be okay. And that it's not the right time is no longer a good excuse. That you're going to take the risk and do it anyway. Because girl, it wasn't the right time for me to move in with my partner after I think it was five months. According to lots of social rules, we decided to make our own rules. We decided it was the right time. You have your own perception of time. So when it's the right time or the wrong time, that's really up to you and how you've internalized your belief around what it would take for it to be the right time. If you're waiting for perfect, girl, you might die there. If you're waiting to feel no fear, girl, you might die there. Feel the fear. Do it anyway. It's not the right time. Really, it takes you being vulnerable and admitting to yourself that you're afraid, that you're scared, that it could be hard, that you might fail, that you might look like an idiot. <laughs> girl, uh, suggestion there. Get comfortable looking like an idiot. It's way more fun out here being weird. So that vulnerability piece is there when you say it's not the right time because more than likely, that's a logical excuse to prevent you from feeling something you don't want to feel. For asking for help for something, for being seen as weak, inexperienced, messy. So it hasn't been the right time for me to do a lot of things and I've done them anyway. And I'm on the edge of more things. It's not the right time. 
when will it be? Thanks for listening to another episode. If it resonated with you, like it, share it with a friend or share it on your socials. And you can find me on my socials at Veronica Jane underscore on Instagram or at Veronica Jane on Facebook. I look forward to connecting with you further.